Welcome to the Better Brave Podcast, where you get to hear unique stories from guests like you who choose to live bravely outside of their comfort zones. I'm Candace Dudley, your host, former teacher turned online business mentor and podcaster. This podcast is for you if you're committed to living life on purpose, no more following the rules of society. Go hit the follow button if you haven't yet and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Welcome back to the Better Brave Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Dudley, and I have Emmy Lopez on today. She's a special guest, and I'm really excited for her to share about her story and about being a mom of four boys. Uh, she wears a lot of hats. I'll have you ta- have her talk about that in just a second. And the thing I'm most excited to hear about is her new endeavor that she is branching out on and the the nudges and the leap of faith that it took to kind of follow that. Um, and we'll get to that. But first of all, let's just welcome Emmy to the show. Thank you, Candice. Yes, it's a joy to join you today. And I'm just excited to share with others in case they are looking for kind of the same thing. Let's start with you telling us a little bit about yourself. I know that you have, I would say like a lot of job titles or hats that you wear and maybe kind of just share about those. So I actually um, serve as the routing coordinator for our family business, Bluff Country School Bus for three school districts. So that's my full-time job. And then I also am our family ministry coordinator at our local church. So I do that. And then obviously I'm mom of four boys. <laughs> and that keeps you super busy. <laughs> yes, it does. Because <laughs> they are all like what, eight and under? Yes. Okay. Eight, six, three, and one. Oh my gosh. Um, and so you have this new thing for Chico's mm-hmm. farm. Is that right? For okay. Chico's farm. Okay. And so can you start with kind of the backstory of how did this come about? When did this sort of nudge happen for you? And did you notice it right away? How, what was like the very beginning? Sure. Um, you know, the very beginning was actually last year. So I was just kind of having like this feeling of, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I in the right role? And having gone through COVID and then having my two boys home and then having to send one of them to school, I kind of enjoyed, I should say, you know, that time with them. And I just wanted to take a look and see where something else might lead me. Mm. So the real part of it actually started when in August we experienced a miscarriage and I was expecting twin girls and I just needed to really lean on my faith and, you know, find out where I was supposed to be. And I joined a women's group that um, was through our church and one thing led to another and I met some really cool contacts and they just pushed me to a new level. And then I just kept working. I done cinnamon rolls, done different things, and um, just thought, you know what, let's just take a leap of faith, and here we are. Wow. So you took some really tragic things that that the miscarriage and things, I'm so sorry to hear about that, and and you really kind of leaned in instead of yeah. like hiding and shrinking and, you know, burying yourself, you just leaned in, and, and I... I am just proud of you to, that you can share that, that you've made it out and that you did all that. So when you thought of this and you were pushed into this, was it an immediate, like, yep, let's just do it. We're going to jump. Or what, did you have to talk to your husband? Did What's that next process? Because I think so many of our listeners think of things or they want to do something, but then they get stuck in the, huh, I have this idea, like what's next? Like, how do I even take a step forward on this? 
Absolutely. I'm a big list maker. And mm. when I first told my husband, he's like, oh my gosh, you cannot add another thing to our crazy life. But, you know, we moved right before COVID out to a little hobby farm. We've been working. It's an old farmhouse. We've been working on that ever since we bought it. Um, there's an old bar out there. And I just, I kept making these lists of pros and cons Mm -hmm. and it was probably, it probably drove my husband nuts because I'd have like paper all over (laughs) and I'd say, well, what if we did this? And just, you know, that, that leap of faith, it wasn't instant. I definitely had to think about it and pray about it. And I had really good support from some really good friends and just leaning on them and running ideas by them. But in the end, it was, I'm really excited about it. And it's just starting, you know, we're, we're nowhere near where I want to be, but just taking that leap of faith is, is huge. I think. Yes, definitely. I think I've had other guests on that have taken these leaps for different, different reasons or different routes, um, different Mm -hmm. than this. But the common thing I just heard you say was that support of, of that right friend group where you knew that that support would be there no matter what. And they would push you, they'd cheer for you. They'd, you know, pose questions. They'd help you think further. That has been such a common theme. So I just want to stress that to our listeners that absolutely. Yeah. Did you find that it's sharing these new ideas for me? I have to share, I have to reserve them sort of to the right group of people first, because if I share them to everyone, they, they, not everyone understands and not everyone's going to be as excited. And then that's going to kind of reflect my self doubt and things I have in the back of my mind back to me. Mm -hmm. Did you find that of like, there's that right group that gets to hear these things from the beginning? (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. My, my friend Ellen has been great. She um, will tell me, oh, well, no, let's, let's rethink that. Let's do this. Yeah. She is, you know, stay at home mom and does photography and we've been doing sourdough together and just different little things. And you do have to find that right group because there's certain people and I, I'm sure everyone will experience this, that they're just going to continue to tell you, no, you're not yeah. going to be able to, and just kind of, you know, get yourself open to other ideas. I wasn't too into like sharing a lot of things before, but now that I've found that right group, it feels just right. Yes. That's so true. I think we want to, we've, we've all experienced the, the naysayers, the, the doubters. And so then it kind of makes us want to shrink and not share, especially on social media, because that can be a world in of itself that, you know, there's some great things, but then there's some not great things. But um, when you find that group of support, then it just makes all that a little less scary, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're so right. I think just, and it doesn't have to be a huge group. You know, it can be yeah. start out big and get smaller or um, just finding those right people that really are going to support you. Mm-hmm. Even in your, even in the moments when you find something that's not going to work or, you know, they encourage you to keep trying and that's, that's huge. Yes. So your list, let's talk about that again. So you would make pros and cons, but then would you also make like to do's of like, okay, if I was going to do this, like this is, this is the steps that it would take. Is that kind of how you mapped it out? Yeah, I did. I'm a very visual person. And I think back to even like when I was in grade school and I would do like spider mapping. Oh, yeah. And that's pretty much what I did. I just started to branch out and what could this be, what it would mean for my full-time job, you know, and that's one part that's been very hard. Family business is never easy. It has its yes. benefits, but, you know, just being able to slowly and, and share that information um, has been a little bit of a challenge. But in the end, I just really think that this is where I'm meant to be and I will continue my full-time job for now um, and just see, you know, maybe where it leads. 
two things there. One, I like that you said, like, you just know that this is where you're meant to be. I think that as women, we have this knowing and we do know, like when, when the thing, the right thing is on our heart, we know. And I just love that we are talking today and can share a message to the listeners to say, you already know it's already on your heart. You already know, like Mm -hmm. it's go, it's time to follow it. Right. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Um, and then your other thing you said is what could this be? And I just love the word could, what could this be? Mm-hmm. Instead of putting it in a little box of like, okay, this is, this is what it'll be just being open to it evolving. So let's tell us then what is it? What is for Tico's yeah. farm? Like, what are you going to all have out there? And mm-hmm. Sure. So um, the four Chicos just came from, we have four boys and my husband's originally from Veracruz. So um, we speak both English and Spanish at home and it just seemed to be a good fit. We started with just 20 chickens. Right when we moved, I bought them the week that we were going to move. And my husband was like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? And I've loved the chickens. Um, I want to get chickens. (laughs) Yeah, they're so fun. And they're so... I don't know. It's such a rewarding thing, like going and getting the eggs every day. We now have about 60 chickens and, um, I just picked up about 70 more chicks last week. So (laughs) we're we're a little busy, but you know, I, I love our eggs have gone crazy. We just sold our 400 dozen uh, this week. So it's kind of fun. Um, (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. So we're going to be very unique. It's going to be kind of like a French market style homesteading mm. different thing. I'm not sure, like I've said, where it's going to lead to. We're thinking we're going to be open like Thursday mornings and Saturday mornings um, and possibly some Thursday evenings. Okay. And we'll have um, our some baked goods. We'll have our sourdough, our starter, and then um, cinnamon rolls. And just like we want to do fresh cut flowers. So we're, we just did all that planning and then just like I have a a lot of um, unique little furniture type things Um, so just placing that in there and just being an open space for families you know women especially and kids everyone is welcome and just coming to to our little farm um, kind of taking a step back in time and just giving kids the opportunity to be outside and learn about all the, the good things. Yeah, I love that. So it's kind of, I one of my guilty pleasures is following homesteaders on Instagram <laughs> yes. because I like, I feel like I'm called to go back to those roots. Like that's why I started a garden last year. And so I yes. love this. I love this. I can just see your space in my head. It's just, <laughs> I, I know that you have a knack for decorating too. So this is going to be like this mo- the most beautiful place. So people Thank are going to be able to come and shop, get eggs, get baked goods, get mm-hmm. like decor, home decor, those kinds of things. Yep. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And so then if we bring our kids out, then can we go see your chickens and stuff? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we, um, we have two cows and we have oh. our chickens and then we have triplet baby goats. Oh my so, gosh. Um, they're a bit bottle fed right now. So we just want I think that was one thing that we really learned um, and did a lot of when everything was shut down during COVID was we went like to Amish farms and we went just to do the simple things and be that space that families can feel welcome no matter if their kid is screaming or crying and moms just to get that, that support. That's what we're thinking. So do you feel like there was a mindset shift that you had to make to get to this point or was it just kind of like an over time 
slowly building thing? You know, I'd say a little of both, actually, because I, growing up in the student transportation business, it's pretty much the only thing I've known since I've, you know, been two years old. Um, So I love working with children. I love getting the opportunity to, you know, bring them to the most important thing of their day, their education building. And that was kind of the part for me that was a little bit hard of saying, what would, what would I do that if I, you know, if someday I do do this full time. Um, So it was, you know, a little bit of a slow thing. And then there was just a, a point that I just decided, you know what, I have to follow this and just, if it fails, it fails. And then I'll know. Right. Exactly. So. I love that. I, I feel like I can already see it. That I can see what you could teach on and I can see that you can have, I see you teaching classes. You're going to teach <laughs> like there's going to be arts and craft days. You're, it's going to be like, here kids, this is how we go get the eggs and here they're actually yeah. dirty. And here's how we like clean them. Or yes, the whole, I can just see this. So I know that you're going to, you're going to be teach. You're still going to be teaching. It's oh going to be gosh. amazing. <laughs> so tell me what advice do you have for a woman, a mom, someone listening right now that mm-hmm. has something on her heart that she hasn't followed yet? What advice do you have for her? Number one is just to sit back and think big. Don't ever, you know, think small. Um, Put those dreams down on paper and just say, how am I going to get here? My dad, who has been a big inspiration for me in the business world, has always told me, I'm not going to tell you how to get here. Here's where I want you to be. You figure it out. So, you know, there's, there's so many different things out there that people can do. And just taking a step back, looking at, you know, how, how is it that I can get there and finding that right group of people you know, ourselves included and just supporting women, especially with children. It's really hard to, you know, imagine what, what it could be if we didn't have a nine to five, but, um, there's so many opportunities out there and just follow your heart. Yes. I love that. Thank you so much. Is there anything else that you want to share that we haven't covered? No, I don't think so. I just look forward to, um, to seeing people come out and, and see what we are and encouraging women to take that step where it might lead them. Thank you. So where can our listeners find you and follow along with this and get the opening dates and all those things? Absolutely. So I am on Instagram. So our Instagram is for Chico's mama. Um, and they can follow along on there. I decided two years ago, I was going on Facebook, so I'm not on there anymore, but Instagram is where we post everything. And then also our website is launching in the next two weeks. So it'll be, um, forchicosfarm.com. Okay, perfect. And I will link all of that in the show notes for the listeners. Do you have an opening date or is it still in the works? Um, it is, we're actually going to do like a soft opening, but it's going to be Thursday, May 4th, which is a hundred mile garage. So we can, so it's going to be a really busy time, but just to come out, we're going to do seven 30 to 11. So seven 30 AM to 11 AM. Okay. Perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. If they, if you're listening and you're at, at, at all local, you know what the hundred mile garage sale is <laughs> and you will be out and you probably already have a day off of work. So, yes. okay. Thank you so much. I'll link all of this in our show notes for our listeners. And I appreciate you coming on and be willing to share. Yeah, absolutely. Candace. Thanks so much. Okay. And to our listeners have a better brave day. Hey, thanks for being here. I love being able to highlight entrepreneurial journeys because no two are the same to grab my free sales page planner or to book a discovery call with me, head to the show notes. Finally, please leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.